and and it's very hard, especially nowadays, to have a confidant, mm-hmm. a person that you can really pour out to and not judge you, but just take you for who you are. Yeah. But but it's also there to empower you and change you to become a better person. So, uh, last question about the past. Okay. <laughs> because I'd love to move to the future and the now because it's more exciting. Um, what belief? What belief that you wish you didn't catch or learn during your childhood? Uh, you are not enough. Mm. Please explain. <laughs> <laughs> so um, that was kind of my limiting belief for the longest time into adulthood. Is you are not enough. I had this. Um, and I think it's because I bounced around between homes. Nobody ever wanted me in my childhood. Um, and when I was started self-mutilating, every, the, the things that I would tell myself was always, like, everybody else would be better without you. They wouldn't be having these issues if it wasn't for you. Like, like you know what I mean? Like, um, and um, even today, I don't have as much of that, like, enoughness, especially, like, walking with Christ like you are enough but um even in today my trigger (laughs) if you want me to like like break down is to be disappointed in me you know what I mean even today um but um and that's I think that's just because I try my hardest to like not disappoint people but um yeah my my biggest limiting belief growing up was that you are not enough I never felt like I was good enough in school. I never felt like I was a friendly enough person. You know, uh, and I'm still probably not the friendliest of people, but, um, you know, like, um, and even interestingly enough, I'm going to actually write a book about this one day, but um, the the, um, creating who you are, we have the ability of choice, and in the ability of choice, we create who we are. And I didn't know at the time, but in high school, I was creating myself um, to, to try to fit in, to try to be popular. You know, I learned how to skateboard because I thought that if I was skateboarding, I'd be cool. I would be a max because I thought it was cool. And, um, you know, like, I was athletic because I thought it was cool. And, like, I would hang out with all the guys because I thought it was cool. You know, like, I created who I was based off of what I thought other people would want of me. Right? And if you use those same tech techniques into in your life today, instead of let's just like oh people are gonna think it's cool if I do this, saying if I do this I'm going to be a stronger, healthier, more positive person and impact more people. You know what I mean? You can radically change your life. And you've radically changed your life. <laughs> I have. I'm not perfect. Definitely not perfect. <laughs> Thanks, Jen. <laughs> um. It's very interesting. I'm going to tie my, my point now from your past because you mentioned you, you, you didn't feel enough because things are, are, are having some challenges that you thought that you were the cause. You have also a genuine heart to love. It's just that because loving, truly loving other people is truly not hurting people. Mm-hmm. And for you to felt like you were hurting others, you didn't want that. And so you just wanted to kind of keep that hurt to yourself and, and being isolating yourself from everyone so that they won't be hurt, Thought you thought that that was what's best. I thought, th- thought that if I was a cold person, <clears throat> if I didn't have feelings, then I couldn't, um, if I didn't let people get close to me, then I couldn't hurt them and they couldn't right. hurt me. 
Get close to all of us. <laughs> <laughs> That's the answer. Yes. Um, let me let me point out this huge, huge uh, character of you that I want people to know. Miss Fox is probably the most servant leader I know. She doesn't say it, <laughs> but she does it, and I think that's what's most, what's even more powerful. And why do I say that? Miss Fox is, like she says, she's taking control and, and putting, uh, you know, holding down ten corporation alongside with her four companies of her own, and and also manning a group of adults <laughs> in, in the mastermind group and managing an online course and this is one hands down all the time if somebody in the community needs help she's there and not just she's there she actually openly without hesitation pour to that person and make that person be better whatever the the idea is the challenge the thought the concept she just pours out what she knows that can help that person and 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 that's without limitation and i think that's very huge because you you've really shown the abundance mentality and that leadership and that servant leadership and i wanted to verbally announce that that's who you are thank you and when you talk about not enough, you are more. <laughs> you are definitely more than enough. Thank you. And it's more than enough that I'm requesting a duplicate. <laughs> Dang it. Working on it. Working on it. I need a duplicate of Miss Fox. Maybe I won't call it Miss Fox. I'll call it Mr. or Mr. Rice. There we go. <laughs> oh, because I, I, I love rice. I love rice. So I just wanted to share that. Thank you. And... Um, when you said earlier, like, okay, I might not be the, the friendliest person, <laughs> but I'm going to see, I'm going to say there's a, probably a reason why people foresee that. And, and, and this is because I think your confidence is mistaken by arrogance mm. of people that don't know you. How do you deal with that? Um, I know I've never, though I've actually like, like thought about that a couple of times like because the way that I talk is very confident um I'm very like point 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 and not like point in your face but like this is the point this is the next point I'm very um like bam 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 just in how I talk I am very um yeah uh so I don't even know how to how to in your face but with love yeah yeah <laughs> But I, so I worry that people think that I'm being arrogant when I talk more than I think people think that I'm being arrogant, if that makes sense. Hmm. Sometimes I'm like, did when I said that, did that make me sound like I was like full of myself? Because I really didn't mean it to be that way. And I think I've said that to you a couple of times before too. Um, but I don't like, I I worry more that I come off that way than, than I've... If people do find me very arrogant, not a lot of people have said it. And maybe that's because they're like, Psh, this girl. You know what I mean? And then like... I, but I'm glad if, the, if they can't handle my personality and they feel like I'm being arrogant, then go ahead. Shoo. You know what I mean? Cause shoo. 
Kashu. That's Jen's new word. Kashu. <laughs> which came from kibosh, by the way. She didn't even know what that kibosh was a word. And sin- so she started saying it wrong, and now it's kashu, and it means the same thing, but it's Jen's word. So, hashtag kashu. Kashu. How would we spell that? Like a cashew, maybe? Cashew. With a K? Yeah. K, so K A, and then shoe. S H O E. Cashew. Yeah, I'm gonna coin that. Cashew. Oh, speaking of coined, I like this, this part. <laughs> coin. Speaking of coined. So Miss Fox got this. She was coined to be the bulldog. Yes. <laughs> the bulldog. But the question is, there's a reason why there's a bulldog. And the bulldog got created and got molded to the bulldog that the person is now. Yes. But what makes a bulldog, bulldog? Well, actually, the whole name was a growing experience for me. It's kind of funny. Um, I was originally, it was meant as an insult. Um, that's how it started. Now you remember, right? Yes. It was, it was originally an insult um, because I am like a mini, mini of our mentor because he's very, very in your face as well. And so being around them all the time and being especially like helping him out with everything, I, I speak exactly like he does. I'm very in your face, probably more so than he is. Um, I, I agree. <laughs> but so he, uh, somebody mentioned out of like frustration that I am um, kind of like, like behind my backish too. It was like, like, oh, Casey's just Steven's little bulldog, right? And I was like, what? No, I'm not. And so I like, I quit on Steven. It was this huge issue. Yeah, I quit. I was like, F you, Steven, I'm out. I, I want to be my own person. I don't want to be a, like me, you. And it was this whole big thing, right? And then, um, and then I was like, now what the hell do I do with all my time? <laughs> so I, I came, like, we fixed it, I came back, but, uh, we like, did, we, we didn't even know you were gone. I know, goodness. it was less than 24 hours. Uh, I calmed down, and then, um, I was still super frustrated, and then, like, after having a conversation, um, with a friend of mine who was like, think about it as a positive, because if Steven is so successful, and you are a mini him, what does that make you? Like, will you, you will eventually be as successful as him. And I was like, that makes so much sense. Okay. So I actually ended up taking on the name as, like, our bulldog. Our bulldog. So I'm, like, it's, like, part of my brand now. Um, and I, like, embrace it. But it was originally a huge thing. So it was actually a growing experience. <laughs> um, oh what was the original question? Sorry. No, no. That was oh, perfect. Okay, okay. <laughs> um, well, let me, let me say, say you are more than enough, <laughs> and yeah. we say you're a bulldog because we deeply respect the bulldog. <laughs> you don't mess with the bulldog. You don't mess with the bulldog. And the whole group knows you don't mess with the bulldog. Well, the funnier thing is that, like, if, if I could have chose a dog, it would be a pit bull. Because pit bulls are known to be meaner, and bulldogs are kind of, like, ugly. I'm just saying. And I am not ugly. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> That's confidence. Yes. <laughs> yes. That's an example of confidence. <laughs> oh my goodness. Okay, so, so here is uh, this is an, a challenge. Okay. Okay. You are very young. Uh-huh. Oh my gosh, very young. I wish I was young again, but it's okay. It's what matters now. You're young at heart. Young at heart. 
that does kind of scary. I'll be forever young. There you go. So the challenge is you being young but yet so mature and successful. Um, how are you handling when your age is like a, a uh, how can I word this? But you know what I mean? It's like in the professional world, there's a lot of people who are, are like double your age, you know? Mm -hmm. And then suddenly they come across as young, driven, ambitious, mature Miss Fox at the age of 23. Mm -hmm. So how do you, how do you, what's your attitude and how do you uh, deal with that, approach that? I treat everybody the same age. I like, like, maybe it's because I'm so young. I don't like think of somebody who's 80 um, as less than me, you know what I mean? And I don't think of somebody who's younger than me less than me. So every single person I talk to, I talk to them with, like, I talk, look at them in the eye, I give them the exact same amount of respect that I would want, right? Um, but I seem to be getting two different reactions when I'm out networking and um, around other business professionals. One, people are like, oh my god, it's so awesome that you're so young and that you're so ambitious and that you've done all this, you know what I mean? That's one. Mm -hmm. And then the other one is people who just cannot seem to be respectful of me being young. You know what I mean? They just think they, they have they have this like double this two-toned like like with me, you know what I mean? It's kind of like backhanded compliments and stuff like that. Um and I think that's just because those people have a lot of pride issues. Um and I think that any any like young entrepreneur would face the same kind of issue. Um and I think that's more people who, and this is just assumption, but I think that the people who are like that is just that they wish that they had been driven like us younger entrepreneurs when they were our age. You know what I mean? Yeah, so um, adding to the, just what you just said, and, and I was just thinking about this, that you are a living proof that success does not age discriminate. No. And so I just wanted to um, also for people out there listening, um, and for you to be at this age of 23, for corporation, um, partners to a lot of things and, and holding on to your um, community, leading, mentoring. Mm -hmm. What can you say to someone young who's thinking about wanting to be where you are? What would be the first step for them? Find a mentor. <laughs> I know that, like, I think every single one of us says it, but honestly, find somebody um, in every area of your life, but especially in business, um, find somebody who is where you want to be. Find somebody who is a millionaire, multimillionaire, somebody who is killing it in your industry, whatever it is, find somebody who is killing it. And then see, like, reach out to them. Be hungry about it. See how you can be mentored by them. If they are massively successful, they have a teacher's heart. People who are massively successful have a giving, generosity, abundance mentality. Otherwise, they wouldn't be super successful. And if they are, then it's not going to last long. Um, so, I mean, if they are not, you know what I mean? That's what I meant by that. But um, just in case that was confusing. Um, but... So find somebody in the business world, in your career, like what it is that you want to do with your life that is where you want to be at and see if they can mentor you. 
Um, and that, that goes the same for business as it does for spirituality, as it does health. for fitness, health, literally every area of your life. If you want to grow in any area of your life, you need to find somebody who can mentor you. You need to, uh, actually, in my other podcast, and I just listened to it yesterday because um, it just aired, and um, something that we were talking about was the um, the River of um, Jordan and mm-hmm. the two lakes, the Lake of, um, the Sea of Galilee, which is a lake, and then the, um, the Dead Sea, um, and how they, um, how with the Dead Sea, things, the river flows in, but nothing flows out of the Dead Sea. Same thing, but with the Sea of Galilee, the river flows into it, but it also feeds other streams and other rivers, and it feeds the city and all that kind of stuff, and because it receives, but it also gives, it is abundant, it, and it's, and it's um, fulfilled, you know what I mean? It's, 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 it's giving so much life, whereas the Dead Sea just receives, but doesn't give, and so it's dead. Everything that is in it tri- is dead. And that's actually interestingly true if you look at any dead sea, any salt lake. Mm-hmm. Anything that, that is a salt lake is a, is a lake that receives water but doesn't give water to anything else. Um, and so you see that like down to, to the fundamentals of nature that if you do not give and just receive, you will be dead. And it was fascinating because in my podcast, the one of the guys is a, um, the one of the people who was... Um, the host, um, Brandon, he's actually a pastor. And so he mentioned that everything is fundamentally biblical. And he said that in the beginning of the Garden of Eden, the Garden of Eden had four streams flowing into it. And that's why it was so rich and abundant. And that transfers into your life. It, you need to have multiple streams flowing. And you can look at that as a business sense. In order, millionaires have an average of seven to nine streams of income. That's why they're so rich and abundant, because they have multiple streams of income. People who are successful in life have multiple people giving into their life to help them. They have a financial coach. They have a business coach. They have a spiritual coach. You know what I mean? They have a fitness coach. So it's, it's, it's true in every single way that you try to look at it, whether it be biblical, spiritual, woo-woo. Um, you know, anything, if you are not... Um, uh, having somebody to pour into your life, then you're never going to grow. Look at a plant. Can a plant survive with no water? No, we need water, sunlight. Exactly. All the other stuff. The plant, in order to grow, needs somebody to pour life into it. Every one of us is a plant. That's true. So who's pouring in your plant? Who's pouring your seed? Social success mastery. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, I'm just gonna like go off of that if that's okay. Please. Um, the plant analogy makes so much sense right now because think about a plant. It needs a pot. Uh-huh. You know what I mean? It needs some kind of stability. Mm-hmm. It needs the soil. Mm-hmm. It needs some kind of structure. Some some kind of a thing that it can plant itself into and mm-hmm. feed, but also be fed. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, and then you have the actual plant, and if you do not water it, it's gonna die. Um, and that's, like, if you don't have somebody pouring into you, you're gonna die. But you know that fl- that plants give off oxygen. Right. So they are giving as much as they are receiving. You know, and then it has the sun, which yeah. is whatever your spiritual... It's God. Um, it's bigger than yourself. Bigger than yourself that is there every single day, no matter what. Yeah. You know what I mean? So, I love that analogy that I just kind of, just out of nowhere came came to my mind. So, 
I guess I have a couple of questions. <laughs> What's yeah. the future of Miss Fox? Um, do you know who Paula White is? I'll Google later. Okay, she's uh, she's this like huge preacher lady. She was actually the one who um, prayed over um, Donald Trump's inauguration. Um, and uh, so I want to be like a Paula White and like a Joyce Meyer combined. Um, I want to be uh, like a, a like person who pours into nations and helps um, women, young women who are going through any kind of emotional struggle um, get better. You know what I mean? Um, it was actually interesting during one of our um, women's nights you asked us um, what is one thing that we want to be remembered? And I immediately knew the one thing that I want people to remember me as. I want to help end sex trafficking. That is like my big thing is um, help end sex trafficking. Um, but so <laughs> I have like, I've, my five year plan is like, like I have a ton of things. I want to have a, I'm going to have a, um, a huge real estate team. I'm going to have a huge life coaching team. I'm going to be influencing nations, speaking on stages in front of thousands of people. Um, the future of Miss Fox is a, like a Tony Robbins mixed in with, uh, Joyce Myers and, um, Paula White. I believe that every story is meant for at least one person. Mm-hmm. And, and I, I think I, I've mentioned this before, like, we cannot be for everyone, but we could be everything for that one person. Mm-hmm. So, if you're that one person, how may we, that person, reach you, Miss Fox? If you're okay with it. Yeah, of course. Talk to me about any struggle that you're going through, how to in business, how to get started, like whatever it is that you need, um, you can go to, um, you can text the word hungry to 76626. Um, you can also just find me on Facebook, Casey Nicole Fox, C-A-S-E-Y-N-I-C-O-L-E-F-O-X. Um, or you can go to meadivations.com. Which is my motivation tech service. Cool. And maybe invite them to your um, What the Fox Say. Yeah. I have a podcast that I recently launched. It's called What Does the Fox Say with Casey Nicole Fox. That's me. <laughs> uh, so, in that is daily motiv- do- like daily encouragements. So, um, daily motivations with me. So, please, um, if you can, just go ahead and subscribe to that. And make sure you also subscribe to this podcast with Jen. And share. And share, share is yes. caring. Share and like and <laughs> share and lots of sharing. Sharing is caring, yes. <laughs> sharing is caring. All right, well, thank you, Miss Fox. Uh, wow, this has been a momentous, great time with you chatting, um, sharing, pouring. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> thank you. Thank you for having me. I like talking. <laughs> so anyways thank you all for listening spending the time with us we appreciate you we hope that you got some encouragement inspiration from miss fox's story just from shifting from not thinking being a victim to aiming for victory and now becoming a successful entrepreneur and not only for herself but expanding to nation and i'm sure international as well so Thank you, everyone, and have a momentous rest of the day, and I will say peace out. Farewell.